There are certain cliches about the, the holidays, right? If you get together with your extended family, you're sitting around a big table, maybe there's a kid's table. Maybe you had to push two tables together to fit everybody at, at one spot. Yeah. All right. Religion, politics, right? A few things you probably shouldn't talk about, especially if you know there's opposite ends of the spectrum at the table. We thought, what's the sports version of that? If you want to make sure, if, you're, if your family sports diehards and you have three, maybe four generations at the table, what are some things you should avoid? Now, now Dennis, did you do some brainstorming? Yeah, I've thought of some things. The first thing that popped into my brain was the college athletes thing. Oh. Meaning, are they employees or athletes? Oh, yeah. Because I do. I feel like there's such a hard generational turn on, like, I want them just to play for the love of the game. Meanwhile, the, the younger generation's like, they're make, how much money are they making on their backs? They're filling stadiums every weekend. What's one you got? Well, I was actually going to say, if you have true diehards, but you're a house divided, don't talk your rivalry, maybe. Like if there's... At the table? Like Duke grads and UNC grads, oh, maybe thinking, co- stay more, away from college basketball. I was thinking more like State Carolina. State Carolina. Because it's rivalry week. Because this week, Because yeah. of this week specifically. Because yep. they actually used to... Normally, they will play on Friday. Yeah. So, I think maybe just stay away from that a little bit. But I also, like, I, I think that's almost unavoidable. Like... Yeah, but say this is at the dinner table itself. Okay. Like, you know what? After save, dinner. Save that for the back porch. Exactly. Drinks. Exactly. All right. Save that uh, when you're watching, like, the 830 kickoff of the NFL game, whatever it is. I've I've gone down this path, and I won't tell you which, uh, which side I'm on because that's more mysterious, and I get to be a little, little vague. I've seen people get very, very upset when you start talking about is NASCAR a sport. Really? Yeah. You start you, you start having one side screaming like, no, the cars are great athletes. And you have someone else yelling, do you realize the endurance and the... the Define the, sport. Yeah. Oh, you want to get into that? You want to get into that? I've, I've gone down that path with... Uh, uh, there's been an argument. I've been in the presence of arguments about NASCAR. I've been in the presence of arguments about cheerleading. I've been in the presence of arguments about golf. I've been in the presence of arguments about track and field. Uh, is it a sport? Is it not a sport? I think it's always, oh, this one's fun. Sometimes actually fun. <laughs> Some people will take it seriously, but you might be able to enjoy this one. This is kind of like a wind-up toy. If you just take a couple of very, very passionate sports fans, maybe they've had a couple pops, couple sodas, you could go ahead and wind them up and then just walk away and observe. Just say that LeBron would have been better if he played in the 90s. Say, oh, his size. You're going to get a little bit of the Jordan-LeBron debate, but try to stay away from that because that's tired, right? Even if that's that gets everybody riled up, it's not as fun. Uh, LeBron would be better in the 90s is one that, that people get real worked up about. Uh, oh, yeah, that debate? Oh, man, that just it never oh, goes Oh, his well. size? He's Carl Malone's size. He would be unbelievable. He's soft. He would flop. It's it, it's a good one. Uh, yeah. We have Brian and Durham on the phone. We do. Easter Automotive Group Hotline. Brian and Durham, do you have a conversation that would ruin Thanksgiving uh, dinner? Oh, uh, well, so I'm diehard Duke, married into diehard Carolina. Also, mother-in-law and father-in-law were Carolina alumni. Uh, went to school with Jordan in the Jordan era. Okay. And, uh, so they're die. Yeah. Definitely not any kind of shade towards any t- team. It's usually a no-no. 
but uh, my mother-in-law was also a teacher, and uh, so she eerily, eerily hates uh, when it comes up about how much pro athletes are paid. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one, too. My question, yeah. do, 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 like when you have the, the very obvious, it sounds like you're kind of the odd man out there on the uh, the Duke-Carolina debate. Is there like yep. a is, yep. is there like a known truce? Is it like, was it ever spoken about where you're like, we're just going to leave those at the door and enjoy our time? Uh, uh, yes, pretty much. Um, and then, and there's some little small jabs here and there, you know, from both sides. It's just, that's natural. But fortunately for me, both brother-in-laws grew up and, uh, went to state and turned to state fans. Uh, so me being a Duke fan, I'm pretty cool with state. All right. You know, appreciate, appreciate the call, Brian. Thank you very much. Thank you. How how about that? That's not a house divided two ways. That's a house divided three ways. Yeah, that is. And and they've had they have alliances. It sounds yeah, like clearly <laughs> they're like no, nah, we're cool with them. Yeah, we're we're, we're allies. We all we're all against them. Uh, <laughs> we have an alliance. We don't take we don't take shots at each other here. We take shots at them. United. You think like state and Duke fans are on one side of the yeah. table and the Carolina people are on the other side? It's probably, probably that would actually be pretty interesting. That's truly a house I, divided. I only pass the 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 potatoes to this side of the table. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, you you can yeah. The pies are all divided. Uh, you want the blueberry pie or the cherry pie? Blue or red? Make your decision. Um, <laughs> uh, he is right though. If 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 you do want to get somebody, particularly a non-sports fan, fired up, just bring up like teachers' salaries against quarterback salaries, and it'll it'll turn into like a borderline political. Everybody will get involved. And nobody will leave having liked the other person that they argued with more. Far from it. I've actually heard this. Uh, like, I talk about politics at my Thanksgiving table. It's how I save money on Christmas gifts. Oh, yeah? <laughs> That's not me. I'm just saying I've heard it. Um, if we're going to answer this question honestly, uh, probably anything involving Colin Kaepernick. But, hey, we're not going down that path. Uh, if we're going to answer this question honestly, just say NFL players are soft nowadays. Uh, but we're not going down that path. There's there's a lot of things in sports that'll get people riled up. Uh, you could bring up steroids. You could bring up steroids. That's one that people will argue about. Uh, you know, does Barry Bonds deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? That's a good one. Um, any goat debate will get people fired up. Who's better? Who's worse? We have another caller on the line, Bruce in Raleigh calling in. Uh, Bruce, end the show with a bang. What is a conversation that could ruin Thanksgiving dinner? You're not going to believe it, man, but it's boxing. <laughs> boxing? Yeah, I'm a professional boxing announcer. I've been doing it for 40 years. And anytime we go anywhere, my wife says, do not start talking about boxing. <laughs> and I go, okay. The minute I sit down, someone will say, hey, have you done any good fights lately? What's the biggest fight you've done? And, you know, my wife just gives me that look, and I go, uh, we'll talk about it later. You know, so we have to we have to be careful when we're at Thanksgiving because she already she's already warned me a couple times. <laughs> I, I, I love it. I appreciate the call, Bruce. Uh, All right, thanks, bud. There Have are, a good day. Have a good, you good too. Thanksgiving. Thank you, you too. Happy Thanksgiving. It is one of those things. If your wife is mumbling to you while walking into the house, we're not going to talk about da 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 Yeah, you, you've got the reputation attached to you. Uh, the Drive with Tim Donnelly. Go ahead. I would say my, my girlfriend says, uh, actually, uh, Taylor Swift in football. Ooh, good one. <laughs> yeah. Good one. Taylor Swift in football. <laughs> Travis Kelsey was really put on the map by by Taylor Swift. That one's going to rile. We've seen it rile people up.
Thank you for listening to the Best of the Drive podcast. I'm Tim Donnelly here with Coach Pete Deruda, America's wealth coach and best-selling author. Coach, one of the big questions I always hear is, do I have enough money to retire? Well, maybe, maybe not. The most important thing is you have lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll design that plan for the next 10 people to call. No cost or obligation. Put yourself in control of retirement. Call 800-691-3215. You can also text Tim to 600-700. That's T-I-M to 600-700. You'll hear from Coach Pete and the Capital Financial advisory group LaSalle at Duke men's basketball tonight Duke gets their tune-up games in rather than to start their season which is a nice twist it's a nice twist I was thinking about it right their their schedule is unique and 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 right tune-up game quickly go to check engine light and and one thing I try to remind myself about the the check engine light on my car, and and I actually just had to just had to uh, kind of switch out cars because the one I had previously the the lights were like Christmas lights, just ding, bing, 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 bing all the time. Uh, but one thing I try to tell myself, especially about a car, a newer car, is sometimes the check engine lights they aren't gonna ruin your your year, right? It doesn't always mean it's gonna be five grand. Sometimes. You just need to get it taken care of quickly, right? It's just telling you, hey, this needs to be taken care of, but it's nothing to worry about. I think Duke's schedule and the way Duke has played this year is that kind of check engine light, right? LaSalle at Duke, not a big game, right? It's 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 not the exactly what the type of game that Duke has been playing. They played Arizona at home. They played Michigan State in Chicago in the Champions Classic. They're gonna play a ton of big games in conference. They're gonna play a top twenty team in Arkansas in non conference games. They're, 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 this is not one of the games that you would circle when you get your season tickets to Duke basketball. But it serves the role as the season opening tune-up games that so many other teams played over their first three or four games. They just already had kind of a, a, a stretch where the check engine lights popped on. Right? L- l- let me let me dive in a little bit further here. Uh, most teams have three or four tune-up games to start the season. Right? You, you get three or four mid-majors, three or four maybe teams in your state that play in, in – uh, you know, a mid-major conference, and you're just like, let's let's get him in here, let's play, let's knock off the rust, let's get into a rhythm. Uh, you know, uh, some coaches call it, let's work up a lather, right? Let's sweat a little bit, let's play some basketball, game experience. Get some reps in. Get some reps in. And they're trying to iron out wrinkles, right? First three or four games, they're trying to get ready for the season, but they don't necessarily know what their concerns are yet, right? It's the equivalent of, taking your car in for a tune-up when there's no check engine lights on. What do you say? I just uh, tune it up, right? Just look around. Tell me what you think. What do they do? Probably put some air in your tires, probably change the oil, and then suggest to change your filters, right? They're always telling me I need new filters. Duke, meanwhile, played Arizona State and Michigan. That's taking your car out on the highway, right? That's taking your car out and running a couple tanks of gas down 95, some check engine lights popped up. That doesn't mean it's a broke down engine, right? That, that, that doesn't mean it's going to ruin your year and it's going to cost you thousands and thousands of dollars and you're going to have to cancel the vacation because you can't afford it now. It doesn't mean that. Sometimes it means you just have to address it. Take it into your, your body shop, your auto body guy. 
take it into to whoever you trust to get it fixed up. Duke played Arizona and Michigan State, and some engine lights popped on. Now they get the tune-up games, Bucknell last Friday, LaSalle tonight, Southern Indiana on Friday, to address it, right? But they know what they need to address. Arizona showed Duke needs their bigs to step up, particularly on the defensive end as rim protectors. The Michigan State game really shortened the, the rotation. Basically, seven guys played in that one. A couple guys that played two or three minutes otherwise. But but to me, that solidified what their rotation is, right? Because after losing to Arizona, you really didn't want to go back-to-back and lose two of your first three. So it's like, hey, these are the guys we're going to depend on when we need a dub. So guess what? Against Bucknell last Friday, LaSalle tonight, Southern Indiana, those are the, the, the engine lights that popped on. Do you want to depend on just seven guys? If that's the case, all right, let's get them in there, playing together, figure out their roles. If you want to include Sean Stewart, if you want to include some others in that rotation, that's what these games are for. Get them in there, playing with them, figure out what their role is going to be so the next time you have a game you really want to win, you don't limit it to seven. Maybe you play nine. And also, right, what would we talk about? The Arizona game, which check engine light came on. The bigs on defense. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? Bucknell on Friday, LaSalle tonight, Southern Indiana on Friday. Make it an emphasis, right? Tell uh, Mark Mitchell, hey, you're going to have to have a little bit of Draymond in you, right? Which is you might be guarding someone that you're giving up three, four, five inches to. Figure out a way to defend them. Bully them a bit. You're a strong guy, right? Play that way. Don't don't be someone that's like, hey, I'm a power forward. Be someone that's like, I'm a forward that guards centers. Or Filipowski, you're going to have to be a rim protector, right? Last year, you didn't have to do that. Derek Lively was more than willing to play that role. Oh, yeah. Uh, right? And and by the way, he's continuing to play that role in the NBA. Very much. So, so Filipowski, you, you don't have that luxury of playing alongside a seven-footer with springs in his feet anymore. You're going to have to do more of that. So, hey. Do you want to learn how to do it once ACC basketball starts? Or do you want to learn how to do it? Or maybe not learn, but uh, bring that out of your game tonight against LaSalle. Ease your way into it. One might call it a tune-up. A tune-up game. That's what this is. The schedule is an interesting one. I have to admit, when I first saw their schedule with those heavy hitters so early in the season, I was a little, little nervous. Because I'm going, wait, you're starting a freshman, Jared McCain, trying to work in Caleb Foster. Uh, okay, right? I'm I'm looking at it going, this this is this is a team that that is looking to build confidence, and that's a tough way to do it when you have two. By the way, preseason, it was like a top 15 team and a top five team. Michigan State lost to James Madison before you played, and they dropped down a bit. But it was two very, very highly ranked teams. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, if you're looking to build the confidence, that might not be the way to do it. Especially because you – you also have three sophomores that you're starting with, Proctor, Filipowski, and Mitchell. It is weird to think of them as, like, the veterans. Yeah, I know. Uh, Jeremy Roach, they have veteran. Um, they have upperclassmen. Class man. Class man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I, I, now looking at it, seeing how it went, they weren't flawless. They weren't perfect. You lost one of them. But because of that, I think these games mean more than if it would have been reversed. Right? If If – 
the Bucknell game, the LaSalle game, which happens tonight in Cameron Indoor, and the Southern Indiana game came before Arizona and Michigan State, I don't think they mean as much. right? I think Duke wins by 30, 35, 40, whatever it ends up being. Freshmen make a whole bunch of points. Maybe they get a little bit more comfortable before playing in a big game. But I don't think the lessons learned are as meaningful as see what happens when you play a good team. Mm-hmm. See what All right, now we go into these and we work on it. This is where sometimes if you don't have those tough games early on in your season where you can have bad habits develop because you can get away with it. Because, yep. like, eh, well, we're playing a lesser team. We still won by 23 and that's where you start making bad decisions and you don't actually keep your discipline out there on the court. And, and the, I mean, the fact of the matter is Duke is going to be good. Just like, I mean, the Blue Bloods, right, the teams that recruit well, uh, are going to be good in so many things. It's really, you know, you have to find the five or six things on your team that you really need to improve on. It's hard to improve on everything, right? It's hard to say, we're just going to get a little bit better at everything every day. It's easier to say, oh, goodness, these three things we need to improve on a lot by the time we're playing meaningful games. But but if you don't play good teams, you don't know what those three things are. And that's what Arizona and, and uh, Michigan State allowed them to do. Figure out what the three things are. Now you have three games against uh, some, some mid-majors before you play Arkansas to fix them or at least improve on them a little bit. I know a lot of people always want to say they want to improve their financial situation. 